0: you love it. what you don't
1: come out with the boys in the woods Ooh, welcome everybody to the boys and woods podcast as always i have my fantastic and co-host charles here
0: shalom Sh- oh sorry Nehow. Nehow. good up babe good babe. <laughs>
1: good, babe. You know, i don't <laughs> want people to even understand what we're saying half the time
0: actually i was in my uh i was in an xbox chat with some buddies and i was i jumped in and i did that and every single one of them went and I'm like, that's what that bit sounded like to you. <laughs> exactly. You can't
1: understand a word that's coming out of their mouth.
0: <laughs> it's a cheese and rice. Listen, today we've got a special guest. All right. This gentleman uh used to be a first baseman. He used to be a designated hitter and right fielder. Bats left, throws left, six foot three, two fifteen pounds. College. What was it? Uh his high school it was Maryland. Gilman High School, where in 2012, he was drafted by the Baltimore Orioles. But in 2014, he was drafted by the Washington Nationals, Indiana River State College in Fort Pierce, Florida. In Florida. Currently working for 1057, the fan out of Baltimore, a Mr. Ryan Ripken. The son of the legendary Cal Ripken Jr., Cal Ripkin Jr. 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 And they didn't yeah. or have not as of 4 40 p.m. So or 5 40 p.m. East Coast. What's the tread like 20 minutes to the till I, it's I, over, I,
2: right? Yeah, 20 minutes. Yeah. And yeah. so far it's been well. It's been kind of in <laughs> Baltimore. Everyone's I mean, I, I've gotten to the point of you know, you just you got to live with it. You Control what you can control. Right, but I know yeah. a lot of people are like if the team doesn't make a move, is this going to be? You know, they're not going to have enough, and it's like, well, we'll find out if they <laughs> don't. Right. So
1: we so look we'll at every yeah. day.
2: Yeah. The Tiger oh, yeah. fans, but I have
1: said, well, it's terrible for us.
2: <laughs> oh God! <gosh. laughs> it's just, it's well, a fire you know, sale
1: every year. So,
2: well, you know, at least you know, it's still crazy, even though they are selling. You know, they're only. Six and a half out of the division, which is just crazy to me.
0: The the AL Central is the, I, the AL Central very well may be the reason the MLB seriously looks at redoing the playoffs. I, I'm just I mean, like, restructured, rebuild if we're being honest with each other. You can't keep giving one of these teams a golden ticket with no effort. You, you just can't. And no. uh, I mean that that's just detroit sports in its own sense but the pistons haven't won a playoff game in 15 years that that's been fantastic and i get <laughs> arguments with with new fans all the time these young bloods And i'm like like you guys just haven't been around long enough to feel the pain i've felt and imagine those 10 15 years older than me i said this is unbelievable so
2: yeah it's you know i'm trying to think Oh, well, because baltimore fans we have the ravens you know that's yeah. That's been the team. They've got two Super Bowls in 22 years. It will be 22 years this year. Yeah. um my or- a
0: huge Baltimore fan. Huge. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah.
2: A lot a lot of expectations there. Everyone latches on. And the Orioles haven't been back to a World Series in, oh, goodness, 40 years. Yeah. 40 years this year if they don't make it. So, I, I we can empathize. Well, that's the only two teams we got. So, I don't know. But I, we don't yeah. have to deal yeah. with agonizing. No. We have, like, the Wizards you know down i I, I live down down in dc now i lived down in dc now and you know i've always pulled for the wizards they used to be the baltimore bullets and you know you you pull for the team but now it's like yeah what's gonna happen there i mean the caps are kind of you know trying to figure things out themselves but for like baltimore for itself for me it was like the two diehards were the ravens and the orioles and yeah 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 so So how how,
0: how was it growing up in maryland what was it hunts huntsville or hunt valley hunt valley yeah i knew there was a hunt and a v there I, I, i'm trying to go through my notes how was it growing up in in old maryland it was good you know it's interesting so
2: i just always like for everyone for any big city yeah. you always or area you always say you know where are you from you say you know the city so i'd say baltimore right because yes. that is the closest city but i grew up outside the city so hunt valley is about 25 ish 30 minutes from the heart of Baltimore, you know, in Baltimore County area. And, but I I mean, I loved it, you know, it it was really a lot of farmland, Yeah, you know, pretty quiet to be honest. And I got no complaints growing up there, but obviously then I went to school more in the city. My high school where I went was right on the, I went to Gilman, which is a private school right on the cusp of Baltimore city. I think it's considered a Baltimore city school. So Now, in
0: 2012, Um, uh, you were you were you were drafted by the Baltimore Orioles out of high school. Now, I've mm -hmm. never in my life talked to anybody who went through that type of process via high school. Like, how was it? How did now? Obviously, the big elephant in the room is you had a little bit of information coming from an important figure in your life. But going through that as as a high school student, how, how did how was that? It was, you know, honestly, I think my perception was a little bit
2: skewed and I'll explain like in a couple of ways. One yeah. was that, you know, coming from a baseball family, I had, you know, it was the idea in hearing that, you know, my family thinking I had enough talent to have a chance, right? Yeah. Now he was looking at the long-term because I was still like a very lanky, projectable type of player that still didn't reach what you know, I thought I could be, and I was actually really sick going into my senior year. And, and so that part was trusting the process. Oh,
0: you're good. So for those of us hanging in the, in the balance, there's a small technical issue with Baltimore's 105.7, the fans, Ryan Ripken. We should get him back here shortly. Yeah, we're good. He'll get he'll get back on. Absolutely.
1: See, so, yeah, growing growing up, like yeah, we grew up on I guess we grew up in the country, but you know, we never really had a whole lot of a lot of experience with baseball. Baseball wasn't big by us, no. you know. Like in the UP, base, you know, you had your little leaguers, you had your senior leaguers and stuff like that. Softball
0: was big, you know. Women well, I'm softball. realizing I'm realizing being in a city now, too, like how much there wasn't growing up in the up i mean now the up had its absolute mad majestic moments right yeah as a kid now right now though like or as an adult now thinking about it as a kid like man i could have got those good moments camping too yeah (laughs) that's true driving driving by some of these schools seeing the six courts and that's how woulda coulda shoulda lifestyle well yeah Uh, you know it's it's out. Oh, it, out. Oh, we are, you guys, are. can you hear me? Yeah, we can can hear you absolutely. Welcome back. Welcome back. Uh, welcome. Yeah, sorry about that. Do no, not guys, know what happened. Know. Not um, a big deal. 105.7. The fans. Brian Ripkin. We got him back. Oh, so. yeah. well, I <laughs> so, appreciate it. So anyway, to, to yeah.
2: finish to go with it, it was so I was a little bit skewed from the sense that you know I had family that was involved with baseball, so that was an advantage to to myself where. Okay, try to trust that your family knows what they're talking about. Yeah. Right. But the other part of it that I will say the perception of it, you know, my dad back then, you know, he didn't really understand even the college component of it because my grandfather, you know, just said, Hey, I think you're you, you want to play professional baseball, you're gonna have the chance that that my dad never even explored the option other than you know getting drafted. So for yeah, me he- it was kind of you know, balancing what, what were the options going to be? How is that really going to look? What would be the best opportunity? And, and for me, you know, mentally, are you ready to start your professional career? Cause people, I try to tell people in this way, it's a job, you know, yeah. you love it. It's, it's a sport, it's a game, but right. now you're starting your job. And, and if you're, coming out of high school, there's a lot of people that don't go to college and start work, there's people that go to college and get a degree and go do whatever and start work, whatever that process is, you know, are you ready for that next step? And for me, I didn't know if I was ready at the time. You know, I always went back and forth with the whole notion of, you know, I sometimes I'm like, man, maybe it would have been better because you just kind of go in and you learn, But that was one thing that I was really looking at was was I going to be mentally prepared because you know it it definitely was a it's it's a lot of fun but the game you grew up playing is no longer the same Uh, yeah absolutely so that was so that's that's what it was but I mean it was really cool to be able to have any interest you know at high school and I was very thankful and blessed and grateful that. To get a chance to get drafted and have it be, you
0: know, the team, almost like I an grew. angels in the outfield scenario. I mean, it's yeah, uh, yeah. unimaginable. But you ended up going to Indiana River State College, well down in Florida. Yeah, How, yeah. how did how did that? Was it just the Florida vibe, and uh, or was it was it something specific about that college that really 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 pulled to you?
2: Yeah. So I'll go one step further here. So I initially actually went to South Carolina to start and we had a coaching change my freshman year. And so Uh I never played, sat out and, and like, I wasn't going to, I wasn't ready to help that team. South Carolina was coming off of, you know, like national championships and and lost a national championship game. Like I, I maybe needed more time to, to figure out myself, and yeah. I get it though, in college at the big schools, you want to develop players, but also coaches jobs are on the lot. And right. so I felt like the best opportunity for me was to transfer to the junior college, you know, IRSC, Indian river state college down in Fort Pierce, Florida. Yeah. And I got to play then the full year. There's, there was, there was more limitations back then on on transferring. Now that I don't even know what what it means for all the transfer rules now. Oh, it's
0: crazy! Um, now. Yeah, with the NIL. Oh my God, yeah,
2: yeah. yeah. So it's who that. knows exactly. I, you know, I'm not even fully versed in what that all entails. But the going to a JUCO allowed me to be eligible to play the full season, mm-hmm. and you know, have the option to go back to a Division one school The next year. I was actually committed to Wake Forest, and you know, in the process, got drafted by the Nationals. Yeah. But I'll tell this for a lot of people: if you're trying to find yourself and figure out what you're doing, you know, junior college is a is a great route. And I think sometimes people look down on it because yeah. of oh, it's a two year school or it's a community college. It's like, well, right that that's the place where I got to find my passion for the game again and and also kind of reset my mind. Yeah, and you know, and I liked and, and honestly, in some of the courses even. I'll even say were, we're, we're, more challenging than I thought it for a couple of South Carolina. I took a history class down there that till this day,
0: why, why my is teacher,
2: yeah, I was just sitting there. I'm like, you know what? But I learned a ton. It, it was great. Yeah. I even like took a forensic anthropology course, like. I yes. don't even know what the hell that is, still. But
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I, was fi- I figured it out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I was there, but it was fixed. But, it, but it was fun. Yeah. And, I agree with but- you. I think I think the junior college. I mean, I took the military road. yeah, uh, Two thousand seven. I I shipped off and ha- had a great time traveling the world on the government's dime. They actually pay me now to sit at home and do a whole bunch of nothing. So uh, that's it. Patrick and I linked up to do the podcast. So mm-hmm. I mean hearing that i've always thought to myself as a as a wannabe amateur professional armchair athlete i've always thought that the junior college route would have been the better road to begin you get more activity you get to learn more and and as you brought up something now i get to point you get to find yourself in the item or area that you're working for i love that yeah that's fantastic
2: yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, right? You're trying to find yourself, and life's about, I mean, life goes through for me, you know, it's it's constant changes. It's yeah. the evolution of yourself. You're trying to figure things out. You're also, I think that it's so undervalued when you're a teenage, teenager and whatever, you know, thing you're starting. One of my, I had a close family friend that he went into the Marines right out of high school. Yeah. We talk about, you know, an adjustment there of, yeah. You know, you're but the same concept, you know, you're going off 17, 18, or 19, whatever how old you are, and yep, you're you're starting a different phase of your life, and that's a big change. Could yeah. be the, could be the best thing for you, could be the worst thing, but whatever or everything in between. But during yeah. that time, you're gonna evolve in some capacity. So, you know, that was the thing for me, but but I'd be naive to say if that wasn't a challenging time, because yeah, you know, you are 18. I right. feel like people don't talk about it a lot. Like when you're a teenager and you're in your early 20s, you know, it's fun, you're young, but like yeah. you don't know what the hell you're doing. You don't know what you no. want. You don't know no. what's available. So that was all those things going through my mind. And still to this day, now I'm just turned 30, but yeah. I have more of an idea of who I am. But at that time, that was very yeah. hard while I was trying to figure out like the next step in my, you know, baseball journey.
0: Right. So now you're your minor league and professional league that's all over the internet and very well versed. Your are after baseball is, is something Patrick and I are also super interested yeah. in. So you yeah. have a you have a radio show and you you're an analyst on a couple television shows as well, and you run a podcast. How did how did how did you get into all of this? Well, you know, when the decision came that, you know, it's time to move on
2: from baseball and yeah. And start the next journey. You know, I was always interested in the media world. But, you know, even to this, as I talk about this right now, like, I don't know exactly which way I want that to go, right? And, yeah, right. But I knew I wanted to explore options. So talked with people with 105.7 The Fan and had chances to go on air. And, and uh, then they offered me a chance to uh, do a pregame show, about 35, 40 games on their station for the Orioles. And that was great. So that was, that's one way to, to work on radio work. But then I didn't, you know, like I said, I wanted to try to see what everything was like. So actually last fall, I went on a local TV station in Baltimore, WBAL, it's an NBC affiliate. And they're like, Hey, you know, you want to talk about fantasy football or just fantasy and football. And I'm like, is that always what I want to talk about? I love it. I love fantasy football, but (laughs) if that's going to give me reps every Sunday. (laughs) yeah and you know i did it and, and like i was so grateful to have those reps and then it led to now i do stuff for fox 45 in baltimore which you know analysts for orioles do a podcast yeah. with them and then i realized so here are the opportunities i had a chance to to work on on skill or on, work on skills on tv and camera and radio but then why i started my own podcast and you know now it's even one of my own shows on youtube like the evolution of it was yeah. I was realizing there was more skills I needed to work on. You know, I wanted to yeah. l- work on my interview skills. I wanted to have a little bit more control of what I wanted to talk about and maybe even get more comfortable behind a microphone. So yeah, yeah. All, the, all of those things contributed to me jumping into the way it did. And again, I, I think I'm starting to get more comfortable and, and I don't regret anything I've done because I even found out, even if it failed, yeah. Uh, and nothing worked out. I was going to figure out something, and I was going to learn some good skills. And in this process of the podcasting, learned how to edit everything I do on my own podcast. With all script with Rip was, I edited myself. I recorded yeah. all the clips. Everything I put out was all me. And eventually, I'm going to ha- get more help and, and try to, you know, <laughs> yeah. spice it hey. up, right? But yeah, at the moment, you know, this. But it was a great learning experience for me, and. And I'm really excited now. The other one's the Ryan Ripkin show I do on uh, on YouTube now, and then I, I also do nice. a Rip and Rock. Wow, I guess there's three guest like podcast type things I do. Yeah. So all yeah. three of those, the, the Rip and Rock's part of Fox 45, but the Ryan Ripkin show and Off Script with Rip, I don't get paid for that right now either. It's right. now yeah. I have interest for sponsorships and advertisement. That's where it's going. But right, I just that was something I took upon myself because I said, you know what, I need to get better. I want to work on my skills. I took matters into my own hands and and I'm really glad I did.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It sounds like it's been a fantastic, Jesus, man. When do you breathe? So when (laughs) when you, when you find a moment to breathe, what are are you, what's your off time? What's your, what's your favorite? Just, Hey, this is me moments. (laughs) (laughs) Well,
2: it's a a good question. Who? Well, I, I'm, I, I, Love sports in general. That's always been my yeah. thing. Basketball. basketball was kind of the passion that if I was six eight, you know, instead of six five, yeah. I might have might never the time. I might have never played baseball. You know, yeah, I was really, I think yeah. I graduated like six three ish, six almost six four. Yeah. And I love basketball, but I couldn't put down the baseball mitt when I was when I was sixteen, yeah. seventeen years old, when I was talking to colleges. Yeah, oh, yeah. So I play a ton of basketball and again, I'm actually playing tonight, you know, as we're recording, yeah. I'm playing after this, I'm nice. getting back in some really competitive leagues. That's you know, fantastic. That, I'm a competitor at heart, right? You know, I love
1: speaking of competitive leagues,
2: just go out there to like, Hey, we want to have fun. Of course it's fun. But yeah. my, my vision of fun is going out there and really challenging yourself against, yeah. against some, some new players. So. My wife loves That's what I'm getting
0: it. into. Yeah, so uh, like, And then, uh, you know, I like to
2: explore. I'm a big food guy. I love my tequila too, which also goes oh, nice. with the, the dining experience. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, and then I got a, you might've heard my dog earlier. I got a golden yeah. retriever pup. Oh, so nice. I'm, I'm simple with things. I, I just try to, you know, hang out, relax. I like to travel more when I can, but obviously yeah. with everything going on, it makes it a little bit more challenging, <laughs> yeah. especially during this baseball season, which is, really about to, you know this deadline i know we're you know might talk about that but the deadline and in the last two months of the season it's
0: things are getting hectic uh, in this baseball season well we just we just hit the deadline well unless my computer clock is off it's it's is it 5
1: p.m eastern or 5 p.m central though it's 5 p.m 6 p.m i thought
0: it was 6 p.m at 6 p.m yeah or is it 8 p.m. Eastern?
1: What's really funny, Ryan, is one of our first ever interviews we did was Jim Branstetter from, you know, the University of Michigan, and he was the Detroit Lions sportscaster for a long time. He's a big foodie, too. So it seems like sports and food seem kind of go together. I don't know if that's because you guys traveled and you got to learn, see new places and stuff, but I'm, I'm on always, the road all the time. And I I'm don't find good
0: food. I'm jealous of the food.
1: I don't, I'm on the road all the time, and I don't find any good food. So I guess I need to creative experience.
0: We're on the food or we're on the food. We're on the road often. Rachel and I, we always find yeah. opportunity to get food. Well, Ryan, I know that with this everything coming up, I know that you're super busy, man, we've taken up a bunch of your time. Yeah, so We really
1: appreciate having you on.
0: Absolutely. Is there any plug specific that you want to shoot out for yourself real quick? And then when we shoot this episode out like always, we we grab any links and everything we can to your YouTubes and we always pass it out with as much as we can.
2: Oh, Sorry, I missed part of that because something's going on on my end today. So I heard the you're last right. part of things pushing out. What was the part before that?
0: No, you're good. You're good. I said we we have taken up so much of your time and we appreciate you greatly. So we just wanted to give you an opportunity to plug yourself real quick. Anything you got upcoming, anything you want to shoot out. And then we'll link everything, your YouTube channels and your podcast when we pass this episode out. But busy man, we don't want to take up any more of your time and we're so grateful for you.
2: No, no. I appreciate your guys' interest. I know it. And I, and I was talking to Patrick about it. You know, I feel, I feel bad because there's a lot of, I get pulled in a lot of different directions, but I really do get to, I really do enjoy getting to have conversations and being able to just, like yeah. for me, this is kind of therapeutic, you know, where yeah, you're able is, to just relax and talk and but, you know, I, yeah, unfortunately after this, I got to go check something, whatever's going on. Cause now the deadline's <laughs> probably over gotcha. and yeah. Yeah, figure it all out. Yeah. But for me though, you know, Instagram and Twitter is the same handle. I believe it's Ryan Ripkin, just all one right. word. I on Twitter will probably be a little bit faster to react just because, you know, that's like for news and whatnot. So I'm, yeah. I'm on with that. I'm the uh, same YouTube, way. I think it's Ryan Ripkin Official. Like I said, I got the Ryan Ripkin show. If you want to talk about Orioles and baseball and just Raven sports in general, all script with Rip. I have season two coming out upcoming. So I just finished season one. So people can go back and watch that. That's available on any podcast platform. Also on my YouTube channel. Rip and Rock. If you're an Orioles fan and want to hear a podcast, that's one I would recommend. Um nice. But, but more, more than anything, I just like to, when I can, I just like interact. So just stop on by my pages, tell me what you want to talk about or what you want to hear. And I'd love to be able to do that for, for anyone that takes the time and interest in me. Nice. Fantastic. Well, when, when
0: Professor P comes talking on your Twitter, that's me, by the way. So, <laughs> and, and, and
2: any question, if for some reason I miss it, shoot me a yeah. message on Instagram, so I'll, I'll hit yeah. you right back.
0: Not a right? big deal, Ryan. Listen, man, I appreciate you. I mean, we've we've appreciated your family. Just thank you so much for the time you've given us, and I mean, we're all in the same boat. We we do that. We just love talking to people. It's it's therapeutic, and you've been a wonderful guest, my friend. We hope to have have you back again soon when everything comes down. Yeah. Yeah. I appreciate it. We'd
2: love to come back on and talk more. So we'll be in touch and hope you guys have a great rest of your day and and, uh, enjoy the month of August. Yeah. Yeah, Hey, we'll try. It's going to
0: be gorgeous. All right. All right, right, guys.